Hello, awesomers. It is me, your old buddy, Steve Simonson, and we're doing it again. It's another episode of the awesomers.com podcast series. Now long-running series, by the way, because this is episode number 220. We're really racking it up. And this, as you may have guessed, is part of our Axiom mini-series. Today, we're covering Axiom number five. So if you want to see the, the placard for Axiom 5 and any other links and details we put on that page, go check out awesomers.com slash 220, and you'll be driven to that page. And heck, just go there anyway so we can get some nice uh, Google love and, and uh, search engine love. And by the way, hang out there for a while so it's not like you just click in and out. In fact, click all the pages you want uh, and even enjoy the content. Frankly, there's a ton. There's hundreds of hours of uh you know, a couple hundred hours of probably content there for you to absorb. So enjoy. Uh, today we're talking about axiom number five, and this one fairly simple, but there's it's nuances to it. So let's let me tell you what it is first. Axiom number five: data-driven decisions outperform emotional-driven decisions in business. Notice I added the in business down there, right? Because the next time you're getting an argument with your significant other, and you're like, hey. Uh, I got some data to share with you over here, and then you see your significant other ready to, you know, strangle you. They're operating on more of an emotional level at that time, and perhaps it's time to set data to the back burner and mend the emotional fences. But that's a whole nother podcast, everybody. We're talking today about in business. How do entrepreneurs use data? Why should they use data? And how is it that data is often set aside and people's guts and emotions are the drivers when data is accessible. So in this world we live in, you can get really good data uh, about the efficacy of your ad dollars, right? You're putting money in an ad campaign. It doesn't matter if it's on Google or Facebook or Amazon or, you know, pick your poison. You get pretty good details and data as long as you're putting in back-end tracking uh, metrics, whether it's attribution, tracking pixels, it doesn't matter. You can kind of take it from spend to result and get a number. And there's no way in the world that emotions will help you and go, well, I really feel if we put more money into Pinterest on this money-losing campaign where it somehow will turn around. It's rarely the case. And in fact, data is telling you the trends. Those people in that particular audience you've selected, seeing this particular message or series of messages you've thrown at them are producing this net fiscal result. Therefore, make a decision based on that data. Either it's good or it's not so good. And it's so empowering for you to be able to make these decisions without relying on your guts or emotions because you know, ultimately you can make the data-driven decisions again and again. More importantly, your team can make data-driven decisions and defend it with the data. You go, well, gosh, I thought that, uh, you know, campaign on Google or Spotify or Hulu was going to be awesome. And they show you the data. They go like, no, that was one of your terrible harebrained schemes, Steve. Oh, that actually hit a little too close to home. Uh, the truth is we should try harebrained schemes, but we use data to decide if it's working or not. To the greatest extent possible, there are some things that we can't quite track. And in fact, Apple is trying to make it harder and harder to track things. But we should do a really high amount of diligence to track it as best we can. Now, I'm not just talking about the application of data-driven decision-making, um, the 3D method, by the way. Uh, I'm not just talking about using the 3D method just for marketing. 
right? It applies to HR decisions. It applies, you know, if you're hiring and you're getting a bunch of responses, but no, the candidates aren't so good. What does that tell you? Fix your messaging, right? If you're getting very few responses, what does that tell you? Fix your messaging, right? Uh, maybe even fix the financials you're putting in that offer. There are lots of ways of kind of making real 3D decisions, data-driven decisions that will help you uh, make your business actually incrementally better and better. And many of the decisions are just small little twists of the dial. It's like eh, half a percent here, 1% there, a quarter percent over there. But when you and your whole team are making data-driven decisions, that's the 3D method, you are going to be empowered. Your organization is empowered to keep making decisions all day, all night, even without you. They don't have to ask you because the data is telling us the way it is. That's where it will always trump emotional decisions in business. Now, I do want to put a couple caveats. There are, again, some times where you need to qualify a harebrained scheme and say, I have this, my gut is telling me that Pinterest could be really good for this product. And you do a campaign number one, it sucks. Campaign number two, it sucks. Campaign number three, it sucks. But you're like, I know there's something there. You don't have to spend the moon to get true data feedback, right? You don't have to outspend yourself. You could do this with 100 or 200 bucks to, to qualify each campaign and go, nope, that didn't work. Nope, that didn't work. And nobody loves to see that kind of money just kind of disappear, right? It's the, uh, the online advertising wood chipper. But what we do realize is we have the capacity to make very good decisions and then validate our instincts. Maybe you find that right audience on Pinterest after the third or fourth or fifth try and that does validate your instinct and goes, okay, well, once I tweak the message and once I tweak the audience and once I tweak the offer, just, just enough, that's when everything came into sync. And don't forget that you know very few of these 3D situations, data-driven decisions, are based on a single variable. Most often, these are multivariate equations that you and your team must think through. And I want to just reinforce this. This comes down to HR. It comes down to investments, right? I, how many times I have seen people spend money? They're like, oh, well, I need this piece of equipment or, oh, I needed this uh, new thing. And it was a fairly significant, you know, considered purchase. And they never got any quotes. They're just like, oh, well, this guy had it online. I just bought it. If it's a relatively small purchase, fine. Uh, if it's time is of the essence, fine. But in a general business setting, you're going to want to be prudent with your spending. So that often means getting more than one quote because now it's a 3D decision, right? You're thinking about data driving the decision instead of emotions. And this axiom number five cannot be uh, undervalued in business so many times. And I could tell you it adds up to over time, millions and millions of dollars, probably tens of millions of dollars, where we have made additional revenue or saved additional cost in pretty reasonable scale as a result of using this 3D model, axiom number five. Data-driven decisions outperform emotional-driven decisions in business, right? Never, never forget that because the next one of you that I have your wife going, uh, Bob said uh, data-driven decisions were the way to conduct our marriage. I will just go ahead and block you preemptively. So let me just tell you that. Uh, Awesomers.com, episode number 220 in the can, everybody. You're listening to it right now. I want you to go subscribe, like, click the little notifications. I want you to be a part of the community 
get onto the Facebooks and the whatever. Uh, let us know how you, you're liking this stuff. And uh, you do that best with reviews on iTunes or Spotify or wherever your favorite podcast platform is. So awesomers.com slash 220. All done, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.